On today's show, the Dallas Mavericks cut their roster down to 16. What does it mean? Is McKinley Wright making the final roster? We'll explain who is and who's not. And then, who's winning the West? Who's winning the East? Who's winning the NBA title? Talk about all that and more. Make our predictions on today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavs Don't believe you shouldn't be here. You don't believe you shouldn't be here. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow this show is to comment anything below. Let us know who's the number one seed in the West this year. Suns were last year. Theo Pinson thinks it's ridiculous to say the Nuggets this year, so maybe just say Nuggets. (laughs) Joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, and contributor at Mavs.com, the prediction purist, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? You know what? I'm old enough to remember the Mavericks being interested in a former (laughs) Luka Doncic teammate that they flirted with for a while. Stop me if you've heard this before. They were close to being, you know, close to signing them. Minimum deal is like, man, I think this happened, but then it didn't happen for a while. Friends with Luca. Of course, I'm talking about Goron. No, I'm not. Talking about Faku. Oh. We've never uh, never been down this uh, route before. Faku Composite is still not officially a Dallas Maverick or even like reportedly confirmed a Dallas Maverick, but there are reports all over the place. Uh, but yeah, today we're going to get into our a uh, couple of newsy things that came out from Mavs camp. They cut down some of the training camp guys, but they did not cut McKinley Wright. So we will talk about that and explain what all that means. Is he a two-way guy? What's happened to Tyler Dorsey? All that. Josh Green also got his fourth-year option picked up for the Mavericks. So we'll talk about what that could mean for his future. And then we'll talk a little about Fakundu. Fakundu. Oh, my God. Fakundu. Oh, my God. Oh, it's great. That's why you go straight Faku. Say the full name. No, you got to go with Faku. Facundo Compazzo? Yeah, it's going to get really weird if it's like, hey, when you're talking about Faku. Hey, Sean Heath, good freaking luck when he gets introduced as a Dallas Maverick. (laughs) Um, Okay, so the Dallas Maverick cut the training camp guys. They cut every all the five training camp guys except for McKinley Wright, the fourth. So Bingham's gone. Stewart's gone. Tyler Hall's gone. Um, Mogi Mogi is gone and they cut all of them. And then the Mavericks just say the roster is down to 16. What does that mean? Is McKinley right on the roster? Yeah. So the deadline for rosters to be official is on Monday. So Jason Kidd, you know, is like, Hey, we're going to have this final scrimmage. Cal even tweeted about it, uh, about having this final scrimmage on Wednesday. Cuban, everybody's there. Cuban talked to some of the media today. I'm sure some people seen some quotes from Cuban yesterday. If you're listening to this uh, on a Wednesday or a Thursday, but um, yeah, and, and he was like, "Hey, we're going to make our, our our cut downs on Wednesday." A lot of teams are you know picking random days. Uh, some teams carry their decisions right up until the deadline on Monday. They're trying to figure their rosters out. Yeah, and for me, that's kind of what I look at this McKinley Wright situation of. Hey, they were sure about the other four guys, and like, hey, they're not going to be on on the team. McKinley Wright. Colorado guard, spent a little bit of time with Minnesota, had a nice little preseason defensive guy, but also had some offensive moments in the preseason too. They're like, hey, let's, to me, it sounds like, let's just buy a little time a little bit. Like, yep. they have an open two-way spot. 
Right now, they have, if you want to count McKinley right, they have 15 guys under, under, under contract. Um, you know, you can, when you go into the season, you can have 15 full, full time, regular, however you want to say it, roster spots. Then you have two, two ways to have a total of 17 guys on your team. In training camp, you can have 20 guys, uh, on your roster. But right now, it's just buying time, I think. And, if you know, some people got really confused today because the Composo stuff isn't official, but there's been a lot of reports. And they're like, well, how do how's McKinley Wright still on the team? There's like a couple of different routes they can go with it. They could convert McKinley Wright to a two way contract if he's down for that, and then it opens up you know one of the roster spots. And then you can bring in Faku, whoever, or there could be like a two uh, like a two for one trade on the horizon. They're trading like two two guys on their bench, open up a spot. Or they just flat out wave McKinley right, like sometime in the next three days, yep. and that opens up a spot too. So just options. They have options, and most likely, I think McKinley Wright turns into the two way guy. But we'll see. I I'd mean, be fine with that. But I, I think Isaac, what Isaac said at the beginning was right: is that they have seen enough of the other guys. We haven't seen enough of McKinley Wright yet, and they just want to keep him around. He's the one guy that really flashed. He showed some defensive chops, picking up guys full court, making it tough for guys dribble and scrimmages in preseason. We saw him. Uh, then you get then you have ten assists in one of the preseason games too. So like we've seen him be a distributor. We haven't seen him really shoot the three, which is something I really wanted to see him do and see what he what he's capable of. But um, but yeah, that he's a, an interesting player for the Mavericks, and they're keeping him around. And the composite stuff is not official yet, so they can still do this, and they can still you know like go through the last preseason game, which is on Friday, and uh, and make the roster decisions after that. That's what I was going to say. We still have a preseason game. So it's not like, you know, we're not going to get the fourth quarter minutes of all those four guys they just cut because they're not on the team yeah, anymore. That's so, true, too. So, like, McKinley Wright's going to get some run. You know, Tyler Dorsey, um, you know, all of that. So it's like, you know, the the bench warmers, air quotes here, um, are going to be some of the guys that's going to be on the team, it looks like. So um, Friday should be, you know, fun. Other thing that came out the other day is that Josh Green's fourth-year option was picked up on his contract, so his rookie deal, they pick up the fourth option, fourth-year options. Isaac, does that mean that the Mavericks are, they have confidence in him? Is that all the Josh Green hype, the hype train that we've that people have tried to drum up? Does this have anything to do with it? No, I mean, I, it's just the safe route with it. It's like, hey, let's go ahead and pick up the option. Um, it does show a little bit of belief because you do see some of these guys, you know, their options not get picked up and the teams, that's just kind of a sign that the team's like, Hey, uh, we don't really care if we lose you or not. Uh, Jalen um, Smith, Jalen Smith with the Suns, He was a guy that they didn't pick up. They didn't pick up his option. Now he's starting on the Pacers. Yeah. So now you're, you're looking at, you know, when it gets into gosh, next, next, you know, next summer, you're looking at extension stuff for Josh Green. What's this? This is huge season. I mean, this is the biggest season of his career yeah. uh, so far. And what's his future uh, restrictive free, free agency? Is there extension down the line? Um, I don't know. This year will determine a lot for him. So now his $4.7 million does become guaranteed for next year. So that's also something that's going to be on the books. Uh, he will be a restricted free agent after next season so like Isaac said the extension talk comes up for him so this is a really big season for him to you know to really solidify himself but the Mavericks did show some belief in him and picking up that option taking the safe route keeping him on the books for another year and uh yeah we move forward with Josh Green nothing nothing surprising from that but it does show a little bit of belief in Josh Green yeah 100 percent. I mean and it's like why why not right now like if you really do believe that he's gonna be in the rotation this year you believe the hype. I mean, that'd be kind of like weird to be like MVP of the summer, man. He's going to have a big year, 
Mavs don't pick up the option for Josh Green. It's like, yeah. all right, you really don't believe. Um, which sometimes you do see that teams got to say what they got to say, but um, they've went out of their way to praise Josh Green's summer and off season. And I think they do believe that there's been too many people talking about it. So go ahead and pick it up. Deal with restrictive free agency. If you don't figure out any extension stuff and uh, let's just see how this thing plays out and it's going to determine a lot for him. Last thing here. Why has the composite news not been official or why is it seemingly dragging on for like days on end now? Because Facundo Composo was a player that the Mavericks were interested in. Mark Stein reported that. We believe that for sure. They're in advance talks then in, in talking with Composo. And now like a couple, like I think Eurobas- like, uh, Euro News or um, one of those sites tweeted out and reported that he is, you know, going to be signed. Like they're reporting that he's going to be signed. I don't know if I can trust that one. Um, if he is or not. And so now we're like still just waiting in limbo. Why is it taking so long? Well, I think it's just, there's a bunch of different options. Could they be talking about money stuff? I think he has other offers on the deal from some EuroLeague teams. Um, could Dallas be working on a trade? Like we mentioned a while ago to where it's like a two for one type of trade and they're waiting for that to go down. Is Dallas waiting on it? Some other roster cuts from some other teams or maybe a potential trade to go down for another team to where somebody's going to get waived and they're just kind of like keeping their options open. It, it wouldn't shock me if this thing carried on to like Monday, like right towards the deadline. Yeah. And they're just like flexibility. Let's see how this thing shakes out throughout the rest of the league with trades and other cuts and then bring him on Monday if that's the case. If they really wanted to see him in the preseason, the last preseason game, they could they would have brought him on already, but they yeah, have It's yet. too late now, yeah. Coming up, who's winning the West in the NBA? Who's winning the East? We're going to do our standings predictions and then go through all the way to pick our final four teams and then pick the NBA Finals winner coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Bet Online. Bet Online is the best place to check out the odds and lines and spread and it's just a good way to talk about basketball, talk about sports. So, go check it out. They have all kinds of different options. Uh, league leaders. They have odds for league leaders, Isaac. Uh-oh. NBA assist leader, James Harden, plus 200. Okay. Chris Paul, plus 225. No. Tyrese Halliburton, plus 600. Random. That one's really high. Luka Doncic, plus 700. Oh, give me that. Trey Young, plus 1,000. D'Angelo Russell, plus 2,000. LaMelo Ball, plus Does he pass? 2,500. Darius Garland plus 2,600. Damian Lillard plus 3,300. The Luka number is looking pretty good to me. There's some, yeah, yeah. There's some wild names on that list. Trey Young's getting the ball taken away from him a little bit. I watched an entire Hawks-Cavs preseason game, and they have DeJounte Murray as the main ball handler on that team because of the way that he plays with Trey Young. So I'm not picking him to win. I would too if you can't hit a three. I'm not picking him to be the assist leader. So the Luka one's looking good. Harden, obviously, I think that one's great too, but... Uh, yeah. Luca at plus 700 is looking pretty good to be league leader. So if you like that, go check it out. It's bet online. It's where the game starts. All right, Isaac Harris, we are making our predictions. We're talking about the NBA standings. Let's start. Let's start with the Western conference. And we, we just start right away. Like we just go right down the line. Uh, who's going to be number one in the West next year. Um, I think it's golden state. We we talked a little about some over unders and um uh, yesterday on yesterday's pod, but uh, I think it's Golden State. I think they'll be the top seed in the West. I think their combination of the vets uh, and the young guys, and I think the young guys are just gonna be you know better. Clay, another year back for Clay. Um, yeah, I just I mean I think they have a, a really good team and roster, and yeah, I think they. 
they'll get it. I think they have a great regular season roster. I think they're going to be really, really good next year. And we, we've gone over a couple last couple of days why I think I think the Draymond whole situation with him punching Jordan Poole and having to apologize. He's in a contract year. He's having to apologize. He's having to make up and be a leader and, and earn his trust back from his team that was given to him. Like he was he was taking that for granted, I think, the last couple of years with the way he was acting on certain things. And now he's not, and he can't. And so now he's going to be on his best behavior because of the contract year, because he has to be in, you know, a leader and all that again, earn all that back. And so I think they're going to be a really good regular season team. I have them number one in the West as well. Uh, I don't have the Nuggets number one in the West. Sorry, Theo Pinson. I, oh. I changed my answer, but I do have them number two. I think the Nuggets are going to have a really, really good season. I think bringing Jamal Murray back to that team. They won 48 games last year without Jamal Murray. So bring Jamal Murray in. Only nine games of Michael Porter Jr. last year. Bring Michael Porter Jr. back. I think that's the number two team in the West. Uh, yeah, I have them at three, but uh, give me the Clippers at two. Uh, for me, it's the Warriors and Clippers at the top. Um, I think they got the best rosters. And yeah, I'm, I'm believing in some health for Kawhi, and them, but they have such a deep team. I've talked about it before, but yeah. uh, it's Warriors, Clippers at the top, and then um, then I got the Nuggets at three. Yeah, I have the Clippers at three, too. That team is really deep. I think they are going to load manage Kawhi and Paul George a little bit, too. So, like, their depth will help them there, help them stay up at the top. But I don't think they'll be like this, oh, 60 win, 65 win type team that we've seen if they were all full strength, balls to the wall, 100% playing and all that. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, th- we have the same top three. Yeah, same top three. Who do you got it for? <laughs> Suns. Okay. I have the Suns still. I think they're still going to be good. I think they'll still put up a bunch of regular season wins, but uh, I also have the Mavericks at five. So that would mean Suns-Mavs in the first round, which would be so juicy and so... Okay, so you're going to laugh, but I have the Mavs at four and the Suns at five. Okay, I'm, I'm up for switching them. I'm uh, up for switching them. Uh, yeah, so I have Mavs at four. And part of me, part of the reason why I have Dallas at four is... I know some people have already been DM me saying, Hey, you still waiting for that trade? Yes, I am. I do think (laughs) that the Mavs will make a trade at some point. I do think, I I do think that they're going to make a trade, uh, like a win now type of trade. And, um, yeah, I just think Luca's that good. And I think all the pieces fit so well around Luca. And, um, yeah, so I I have them at four. The Suns are fascinating to me because there's a whole world in which they just totally implode. But and they're like in the play in, like deep in the play, like nine or ten in the play in or something crazy. Because like I, I don't like their bench, but no. And then obviously DeAndre Ayton, you have Sarver stuff, Chris Paul, another year older. And it's like, all right, I love Mikel. I think Booker's, you know, Booker's so talented, but they're they're not deep, and Crowder is already not playing for them, and they haven't traded him yet, right? So like that's yeah. already another knock on them to like to bring them down a little bit more. I just think they have too. They're kind of like Brooklyn for me. They yeah. have they have too much going on for them to be like at the top. If they do, like right all of that, and they're like a top one or two seed, I'll be shocked. But, um, but I have them swap. Mavs at four, Suns at five. Yeah, so we have the same top five. <laughs> yeah, we do. Well, I I think a lot of people. Well, I say a lot of people. I think it's that sixth spot that is like fascinating. It's so tough. Yeah, but I think that to- I think that top five is solidified. Could, could any of these other teams? Make it into well, the top five because well, I, I, I can see any of the bottom uh, any of my next four teams if they made it in the top five I wouldn't be that surprised it's kind of wild. Well, the, the biggest drop for both of us so far so we obviously didn't talk about these before we never do but no. we we both don't have the Grizzlies in the top five. Yeah, and I, Grizzlies, have at, I have them at six. And Grizzlies finished you know number two in the West last year won a ton of games. Yeah, 
so we're both kind of like, hey, they're going to drop a little bit. Or everyone uh, else just rises up around them. Yeah, and I actually don't have them at six. I have wow. the Grizzlies. I have the Grizzlies at seven uh, because don't laugh at me, but I have the Timberwolves at, at six. Yeah, I have the Timberwolves at seven. I went back and forth on them too. Um, yeah, I, I, I just, I, I really like Finch as a coach. I think, I, I mean, as weird as the fit of Cat and Rudy will be, Rudy will make make him a better defensive. It'll be team. better, yeah. And I, I liked a lot of their moves they they did around you know the roster with Kyle Anderson and some of those guys, Torian Prince, whatever. Uh, they kept McDaniel's the McDaniel's Russ interaction uh, last night during the game was uh, great. <laughs> them throwing the ball back at each other. Um, but yeah, I, I put the Wolves at six, but man, it could be the Grizzlies or Pelicans, and it's like it's a fight for those three teams right there for me. But I went Wolves. And this is a fight to get out of the play-in too, which is interesting. Like that sixth spot is the last spot not in the play-in. So this will be a fight down the stretch that I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, so you've you've Timberwolves, Grizzlies. I have Grizzlies at six, Timberwolves at seven, Pelicans at eight. Um Yeah, I have Pelicans at eight too. And if if you had these three teams in any order, like I wouldn't be surprised at all because I think they're they're all very similar. Although the Grizzlies have already done it. Like they've already been good. They've already won one playoff round. They've already you know, yeah, so I guess what is what's some of your like when I'm looking at these like top like eight right here, I guess some of the the ones that I'm putting my flag on that that would that I feels like in the feel is like in the minority is like I have I think the Nuggets have a better record than the Suns, which you do too. Yeah. Um, I think the Wolves have a better record than the Grizzlies. I feel like that might be in a minor, minority for a few people. Um, so that's like like two of my. I mean, no, we think the Mavs will be better than the Grizzlies. Like that's yeah. that's one going going against the grain from last year. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, uh, so there you go. We basically have the same teams in just a little bit slightly different order. I have Warriors, Nuggets, Clippers, Suns, Mavericks, Grizzlies, Timberwolves, Pelicans, and you have Warriors, Clippers, Nuggets, Mavericks, Suns, Timberwolves, Grizzlies, Pelicans. So that would mean the first round series are Warriors. Well, I guess the whatever the play in works out to be, but. Yeah. Basically, Warriors, Pelicans, Clippers, Grizzlies, Nuggets, Timberwolves, Mavs, Suns. It's your first round series. Mavs, Suns, first round would be awesome. Who's your uh, Who's your ninth and tenth in the play in? Because I have the Lakers and Blazers. Lakers and give me the Kings, baby. Oh man, <laughs> just because I don't, I, I can't believe in that Blazers team. How not deep they are and how injured. Can you believe in the Lakers? Well, I could, I'm barely believing in the Kings right now. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think it's a battle of like Blazers and Kings. The West is fascinating because you basically have four teams that's going to be sucking this year. Yeah. Rockets, OKC, Jazz, Spurs. I think OKC would have been frisky if Chet didn't get hurt, but I think those four teams are going to tank it out. So then it's like now you have 11 teams that's going to be trying. Obviously, 10 make some type of postseason basketball because we hand out participation ribbons every year. Oh, so then it's, Can everyone just audibly hear me roll my eyes? <laughs> so then it's like Blazers, Kings fighting for that you know, 10th spot in that the last participation trophy that Isaac wants to hand. Yeah. Out. That big ribbon you can hang in the rafters just so that we can have some extra fun basketball. <sighs> a play in tournament, you know, I'll be it's just such fun a, basketball. just such a stain on the sport. That's been so perfect. It is. So, uh, yeah, so we basically have the same teams except for the 10 with, I have Kings, you have blazers. You, I mean, blazer, you could talk me into blazers, but I just don't believe in their health. Uh, at this point, yeah. but you uh, believe in a- AD. Coming, I believe in LeBron James, the kid from Akron. Going home, to Akron. Who, who apparently had Kanye on his show the other day. Like, come on, man. Whoa, did he really? What are we? You didn't see this? 
No. Okay, so on the shop the other day, they recorded an episode, like literally, like like re- recorded it within the last week. Recorded an episode with Kanye. Why are people still giving this dude interviews? During the recording, it was so bad they decided to come out with a statement and say, "Hey, we're not going to air this." And I was like, "Yeah, you think? Who like, you saw think? that one like, coming? Who would have seen that coming?" Um, that footage will surface somewhere someday, and yeah. it will be wild. Uh, I, to see LeBron and Kanye, Draymond's like, set, leak that. Like Draymond was probably there. <laughs> like, leak that footage. Oh, anytime. Like, if anything negative comes out about LeBron, like ever, they'll just leak that, and it'll just it'll just be LeBron just like just going against everything Kanye says. Be like the footage of LeBron getting dunked on that practice. They filmed. Uh, they probably filmed that after his like really anti-Semitic tweet that got him from twitter again that is that's crazy to me but coming up let's talk about the eastern conference who's gonna win the east and then we'll pick our four final teams in the conference finals and then we'll pick our winner for the nba championship talk about that coming up all right isaac harris we're continuing on with our standings prediction who's gonna win the east let us know in the comment section below who do you think wins the east next year i i had a harder time with this than the west Oh much, man, bull. I mean, say the Bulls. Much harder because there's a there's like legit nine teams that you could talk yourself into in kind of almost any order. Like I don't know. Like there's there's some things that I think are dead set, but yeah. My number one team is the Sixers. It, I feel like it's chalk Ooh. with what it, I feel like it's chalk with what everyone else is doing right now. But I just think they're going to be uh, motivated this year. I think Embiid's motivated to win the MVP. I think Harden is at least better than nothing from Ben Simmons that they got last year. I think Maxi Maxi's my most improved player, so he's going to take a leap. Like they got a little bit deeper. I just think that's a recipe for like a number one team in the in, the, in a conference next year. Yeah, I got him at two, so it's not a big shocker for me. I just have Milwaukee at one. Mm, I bucks it too. Yeah, I just love I love Milwaukee and their whole roster and everything. Um, but yeah, I'd Philly at two, and then. Um, yeah, you go at three first because this is a cluster for me. <laughs> Give me we the North. Give me the Raptors, baby. Whoa. I'm bringing the Raptors, Whoa. Sean Woodley. Sean Woodley, can you hear me? Sean Woodley. <laughs> I'm picking the Raptors for number three in the East. This is my like one shot that I'm taking as a team that goes a little bit higher than I think what everybody else is thinking. Um, they just have like these nondescript positional players that I think are going to be really good for a regular season. Scotty Barnes, a year older, Pascal Siakam back. They had weird COVID injury stuff last year, still under Nick nurse. Like they don't have any drama. They, they don't like their biggest drama this offseason was they almost traded for Kevin Durant. That's kind of it. Um, yeah. OG and could take another leap forward. Like they have these guys that could take leaps that could do things this year. And I'm just, I'm betting on the Raptors to be a really good regular season team. I'm watching Toronto with uh, SGA. By the way, mm. but mm. um, the the can, can, the Canada kid going to Canada. Let's go. I thought I was a little uh, risky putting Raptors in the top six, and uh, no, you have, give them you, give them to me three. You have them at three. You well, they're they're number five last year. I mean, I don't. That's not too high up. That's true. That's true. Um, give me the Heat again at three. Yeah, and this is a, a hashtag Heat culture. Uh, oh, this he, is a oh Heat culture. Culture. This is a Spo uh, more of a believer in, <laughs> in Spo and and all of that. Two thousand six was rigged. Jimmy, it was rigged. <laughs> um, can we? You Dirk, all just want to? Dirk should have two rings. Y'all want to detour to that right now? <laughs> Get Ramil in this pod right I was now. Say anytime <laughs> we talk about the Heat, we have to bring up two thousand six. Um, yeah, just give me the Heat at three. I just feel like you know their team That's and it. 
Spo and Butler and all those guys. Sure. Are, I mean, they were the one seed last you're year. Not, you're not concerned they don't have a single power forward or, or player that can play the four on their entire no. roster? You're not worried about no, that? No, no, no. I'm not. No. They'll probably trade for Jay Crowder. But yeah. Uh, number four for me is the Cavs. Me too. I debated on him at three. Yeah. I feel like the, the wave on Cleveland has is kind of like settling where some, now people are getting some like big question marks with them, but I'm all in on this roster. Give it and me. I actually like bigger staff. But I this is a great regular season roster too. Donovan Mitchell, just like you just you add Donovan Mitchell to a 44 win team last year. They're gonna have some stuff to figure out, but not as much. Like he can play off the ball just as well as he can play on the ball. And I think that's going to be really, really good for them. Their defense is going to be different than last year. They'll, that'll take more time to figure out, I think, than the offense. Uh, and then they just have to figure out the three spot. Like they have to figure out the three. They have to, you know, when they. But they have some options though. Like I actually like their roster. Like they, when Rubio comes back, it's going to be like Kevin Love, Rubio, and probably like Lavert or Okoro Levert, off the bench. Okoro. Like that's that's a solid eight man rotation. Mar Stevens, right there. Dean Wade. How okay, many, I'm not going that. How many calves can you name? They got Robin Lopez. Rob, I saw Robin Lopez hit a hook shot today in the preseason game. I was like, I'm all for this. I like him. I got him at four. Yeah. Uh, I had the Heat at five. Okay. Okay. I had uh, Boston at five. Do you have yeah. Boston at six? Yeah, I have Boston at six. I dropped Boston a little bit because of the coach thing, and I just like some of the other teams better than them at this point. But also remember, like, the difference between um, one and, like, four last year was, like, five games so like this 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 whole like group right here could all be so close together it's just going to separate uh like two three and four had the same record last year in the east i mean and boston has some weird mojo right now with everything going on but they have a they have a five-man unit of brogdon smart so good you know brown tatum and and horford even without williams that that's a really fun five-man unit it's really good anyway i have my five i have toronto at six yeah so we have the same six okay. teams. Same top six teams. We a little different oh, order, it's but like we've done this before. It's like we've t- it's like we we didn't tell each other what we were gonna do. Like I, I thought I was a little rebellious because I didn't have the Nets in the top six. I'm like, oh, Nick's definitely gonna. I know. Have I got the there. Nets at seven. I, I I started when I first started doing this. I had the Nets like nine or ten, and then I just was like, dang. I'm, I'm just slow. I just slowly creeped them up because they didn't get any games from Kyrie last year. They didn't get any games from Simmons last year. They did get some from Harden, but yeah, the Nets will the Nets will be. They'll be fighting for that out of the play in, I think, situation and, and trying to get out of there. They'll, if you told me that all of their 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 roster stayed intact yeah. by the end of the season, I would have them in the top six for sure. I'm just I'm banking on there's trades that will happen. Will one of them be Kevin Durant? I mean, that would throw the whole thing off. Yeah, and, but they don't have, you know, they want to still like be good. So I don't think I'm not putting them in the bottom of the East, but I think they're I think they're a play in team though. Do you have them at seven? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I have Bulls at eight. I have Atlanta at eight. Mm. And I have the Hawks at, at nine. So <laughs> we split those. Yeah, yeah. And because I well, I think it's a clear for most people is going to have those top nine teams in some order. Uh, it's pretty crazy that the Hawks could be a play-in team. And honestly, the Bulls, like both of these teams that went kind of all in on you know, getting win now players, DeJounte Murray, DeRozan for Chicago, and DeRozan had like a two week span to where, you know, Kendrick Perkins is calling for MVP for him or something. And it's <laughs> like, all right, calm down, people. What's the highest you could see the Hawks be this year? Cause like I could see them as a four seed and we'd be, we'd be like, oh yeah, we should have known. They had a bounce back year. They had just an awful year last year. DeJounte Murray adds so much to this team. Who do you think is better backcourt, uh, Garland and Mitchell or Trey Young and DeJounte? 
Dang, that's tough. I'll pick Mitchell and Garland. Yeah, me too. Because um, I think each individual is better than Dejounte. So like, I just have. I mean, and then, but but they're. I mean, they're all like six one guards, and Dejounte Murray is the only defender in that whole group. So I don't know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's the top eight in the East, and then when it comes to the ninth spot, you know who I'm going with. No, that's uh. We just did. I mean, the tenth. We spot. did nine. Yeah, ten. Tenth spot, baby. Give me the Detroit Pistons. Oh, oh I didn't. I, I'm, I put the Knicks there in our board. Our board, JB. Okay, sorry, JB. I didn't have it in me to pick the Pistons, but man, that's a good pick. Yeah, tell Koo. I, like I got you, bro. Yeah, I like that pick. This is their uh, fun season. All right, and then every year we pick our final four teams. What did we pick last year? Last year, our final four. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. I forgot we did this. Eastern Conference last year, I had the Nets and the Bucks. I was close there, sort of. Okay. You had the Nets and the Bucks. Okay. Western Conference Finals, I had Lakers and Mavericks. Oh. You had the Jazz and the Mavericks. Wow. They did face each other. It was just the first round. Uh, <laughs> I had Lakers, Nets in the Finals. You had Mavs, Nets in the Finals. That's how good the Nets were last year. What a crazy yeah. 365 days they've had. <laughs> All right, who you got uh- this year? Um, what do you want to do first? West or East? Do East first. East. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll just, I'll go chalk on it. Bucks, Sixers. And I have the Bucks coming out of the East. Give me Bucks, Raptors, baby. I know it's not possible the way that I have them in the standing setup, but I'm going to give it, give them to me. These are my final two teams in the East. That's good. I really wanted to lean into Cavs being there, but I don't think they, I don't know if their defense is going to be good enough by then. Yeah, I can't near one, but, uh, Raptors is a sneaky pick, but yeah, Bucks Sixers, Bucks in the. I went through the, Bucks in the finals. I went through this whole thing, spent so much time on my standings, and then was like, I want to pick Bucks Raptors, but then I was like, that literally can't happen if they're the two and the three, <laughs> <laughs> like physically. Uh, Western Conference. <sighs> Sucks. You go first. Clippers Nuggets. Oh, wow! Clippers Nuggets. Clippers Nuggets. Dang. I think the Clippers will be good this year. I think this this oh, is like too, yeah. this is their last like full year with those guys and I think I think they finally put it together. Like they finally have to have one healthy season, right? Like they haven't had one one healthy season. Yeah. Um give me a rematch. Warriors Mavs. Wow, we've all different. <laughs> wow. You must give me the, I must really hate the Mavs if I didn't pick them to go to the conference finals. Once again, I think they're making a trade this year. Okay. Um, and then I picked Clippers Bucks for the finals, and then Bucks will win the championship. I have the Bucks win a title, but I have Warriors Bucks. Hmm. Really debated on it though. Actually, no, just for the sake of it, I'll pick the Warriors again. Okay. Back to back. Yeah. We went through all this diversity. We went through all this. We went through everything. That's what they're gonna. That's what their championship parade will sound like. There you go. Let us know in the comment section who's gonna win the West, who's gonna win the East, who's your NBA title favorite, guys. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. We will be today. If you're listening to this, still, we will be at uh, Roller Town at about five Central, six Central. We'll be, we'll be hanging that. out around there. Uh, at about that time so go hang out at roller town there's gonna be a bunch of Mavs people there jeff skin wade and ben, ben and skin will be hosting their show there live during the day at like 10 a.m central or something like that crazy 
Yeah, we're doing some type of roundtable there talking Mavs. Um, I know we've gotten some DMs about it and stuff um, yesterday, this week. And yeah, if you want to come hang out, talk some Mavs, we'd love to meet some of the listeners here in Dallas. Uh, thanks for making us your first listen. Make your second listen, the Odyssey Ultimate Pro Basketball Preview 2022. I hosted it all six episodes, had some great roundtables. I've loved each one of the roundtables I got to do with all the hosts. We have some great hosts on this network. We also did a betting angle, so go check it out. It's uh, One of them is in the in the feed for, for Lockdown Mavs on the podcast feed. All of them are available on the Lockdown NBA YouTube channel as well as the Lockdown NBA podcast feed. I'm also hosting Lockdown NBA with Pat, the designer, today, so go check that out as well. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Patty D. Peace out. Boom!